0: all right hey what is up everyone this is the two musically inclined podcast coming at you not live recorded i was gonna say live but that does make sense no so never mind <laughs> coming at you recorded from our dining room table <laughs> Fancy. But yeah, you know, we uh we like making this podcast for anyone who's interested in, uh you know, music, emo music and beyond, you know, any kind of rock, really. We talk about some other random stuff sometimes, but I think that's probably the core. It's going to be our emo and rock music influence. So we're going to keep rolling with that. I think that's what works best. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we got today? We usually uh like to open now since we've started the new year. We like opening the show with... Just some news and stuff about, you know, shows and everything that's uh, that's coming up and in the area or just tours that are happening. So, you know, uh, we've got a lot of news actually this week, more than I thought would happen. So yeah. what's going on?
1: Um, so. the First thing that happened was the main announced a album called You Are OK, which will be out on March 29th. And they released a new single called Numb Without You.
0: Their uh their tour their festival didn't happen yet, did it?
1: I believe it did.
0: Oh, it did already happen. Wow. Mm-hmm. You think they would they would have like planned doing their album like before the festival? That would have made sense to me.
1: I would I think that they might um announce a tour.
0: I mean, yeah. But it, I just but figured you, you'd think as like basically the headliner of their own festival.
1: Yeah. They seem to be um changing their whole color scheme and outfit scheme every yeah. time they release an album. Even their logo? Yeah, so they are basically like mustard yellow now. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see any pictures All their or suits anything. They're like mustard yellow before they were red. Yeah. And then they had the funeral for that mm-hmm. album, which was really weird. Yeah, that and was <laughs> strange. <laughs> um, so now they're like mustard yellow, I guess. And they have, um, since their album's called You Are OK. They took OK, just like O and K, not the whole word, and flipped it like eight, ninety degrees. And it forms a little stick figure. So that is their new logo. It's a little stick figure.
0: Which is cool, I guess. It I don't know how much it has to do with their name, but uh, you know.
1: It's creative. Such as I life. like it. Sure.
0: No, I mean it looks it looks cute. So, um, so yeah, what else we got? I know that there's uh some other Do you want to just talk about like uh tours we got going off or like the release of albums now? Let's just keep going with albums yeah, and songs. Let's keep going. Yeah. Let's keep going. All right, what else we got?
1: Um so the next one was Jetty Bones, who have become some of my one of my favorites. As
0: you said before. And I think we um, said that on the lap last podcast. Yeah, they so they
1: um are coming or she is coming out with an album called mm-hmm. hyphen, which is literally just a hyphen. Yeah. And it's pronounced hyphen. And it comes out February 22nd. Um, It's an EP. And she released a new single called The Rest of Them, mm-hmm. which is the last song on the album. Basically because this EP is um about her healing process through something. And so it starts off as where she started from. And the last song is basically where she's at now so she wanted to release the last one yeah
0: so it's kind of like a concept album where it has like a flow through the whole thing yes yeah
1: and she also announced a new tour with matt Koreckis. i'm guessing is how you pronounce his last name sorry
0: matt if we mispronounce your name but uh it's strange so my <laughs> bad
1: and jacob sigmund who are both very good um, yeah we, we, artists. we tested
0: him we tasted him a little bit when uh, right before the show it wasn't bad
1: yeah And they will be down at the sound bar in Orlando on March 12th.
0: Dope. That's pretty soon, actually. Yeah. Um, You didn't say how many tracks is the new album going to be? It's an EP, right? I
1: think it's five.
0: Okay. So five song EP. Yeah, it's an EP. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, I
1: pre-ordered it because since it's an EP, it's kind of cheap. And so I got it on vinyl and it's like seafoam green.
0: Oh, really? You didn't tell me that.
1: Yeah, I ordered it while I was home with you one day.
0: I didn't see it though. You didn't it's show like me what it looked like. It's like
1: seafoam green with white speckles in it. I think. Damn. I need to and see I that. And also got a shirt. So. Dope.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So, um, in a b- slightly bigger, slightly bigger band, just a little, <laughs> who, who's who's coming out with a new tour that we're right. excited about?
1: So, I'm so excited for this. Yeah. So, Newfound Glory announced a tour with Neck Deep, the early November, and Dollskin.
0: I never listened to Dollskin that much, but the other two...
1: I'm so excited Or the for. other three are, uh, you know, faves. <laughs> so it's called From the Screen to Your Stereo to Your Town tour mm-hmm. because they are coming out with a new movie cover EP. Um, and they have a series of them. This is the third one. So it'll be From the Screen to Your Stereo Part 3.
0: I must not have been a big enough Newfound Glory fan. I liked, I love them, but like, I must not have been that big of a fan if I didn't notice that this is like Volume 3 of all of these movie covers. Yeah. You know? Crazy. So
1: they are ending their tour at Revolution on July fourteenth. Yeah. So I'm super excited about that. It is
0: a far ways away. That is the end of the tour, all the way in July in summertime, but it sounds like it's gonna be an amazing tour. Yeah,
1: so their the movie E P doesn't come out till May third, so I guess they're starting after it comes out
0: yeah it sounds like it'll be at the very very beginning of summer end of spring that the tour starts but it's cool that we're going to be the last location and it's going to be their yeah their hometown show and everything it'll be dope
1: yeah so um the next one is something that i um actually didn't know about until today
0: yeah this one was kind of weird
1: say anything came out with an album i don't know why i didn't hear about it
0: yeah don't we we follow them on social media and stuff do they just like do stuff when they want to i feel like i, I haven't know. seen enough news but the about thing is
1: it. i i noticed the artwork on it i recognize the artwork it's that um like the watercolor painting of the boy Mm-hmm. that's the album cover
0: have you seen it before
1: i definitely have seen it before but i guess it never registered in my mind that they were coming out with an album
0: yeah, maybe because I didn't even I didn't realize that they that they were coming out with a new album. So it's called Super Oliver weird.
1: Appropriate, and it's Oliver actually Appropriate. Oliver, like Oliver. the boy name Oliver. Yeah. Appropriate. What does that even mean? I don't know.
0: Maybe it means like all over, but he just named it Oliver.
1: Sounds like something he would do. It
0: does sound like something Max Bemis would do.
1: <laughs> but it's pretty good. I was listening to it earlier. Yeah, you
0: listened to a little of it. I didn't hear anything upbeat yet. I'm hoping to. Uh, Get a little bit used to it. Their sound has definitely mellowed out a bit in these last, like, few albums that they've come out with. I mean, God, they've been doing this for, what, 20 fucking years or something? They've been around forever. It's been a while, so I understand, you know, definitely slowing it down and taking a different approach to some music. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what's up. And uh, the big surprising one today, which people on social media need to get it straight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so what's the news first, and then we'll say what needs to change.
1: Okay, so um, if you don't know who this Providence is, first of all, yeah, go listen to this Providence. Yeah,
0: go listen to this Providence.
1: They broke up a few years ago, but they were a big emo band back in the day. In and the early 2000s. They were one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And they had their first album, which is called Our World, Our World's Divorce. Yeah. And it released in 2004. They never put it on iTunes or Spotify.
0: Yeah, I mean, at that time, I'm sure they were a very, very small band. So it probably was like, oh, this is our first song, first album. No one fucking listens to this. Yeah. It doesn't and matter. Even,
1: like, even when they came out with other albums yeah. and all that, all of that music was online, mm-hmm. They, for some reason, Our World's Divorce never went on and so i wound up i think last year the year before i actually bought a copy of it on cd
0: oh that's right because
1: i love that album and i can't listen to it on my phone yep because it It doesn't doesn't exist exist. yeah um they released it on spotify and itunes this week and i was so excited amazing
0: now i get to listen to it all the time yeah and uh for those of you and this is was my grape and we just saw a bunch of this was people going oh man this providence just released a new album guys shame on you shame on you get with the program (laughs) if you knew the band you would know that it was their first album ever and it is not a new album that is released it is the og album that is released and thank god because you know it needed to be in the ether
1: (laughs) one time i saw them um i was in high school or something and Mm -hmm. my friend made them some sort of art fan art yeah you guys did that a lot yeah and um dan young who's the singer was so excited about it he was like i want to i want to dedicate a song to you guys when we're playing oh
0: yeah i remember this story
1: (laughs) and i immediately was like i wanted a song off of our world's divorce (laughs) he was like uh i don't think i could play those anymore like he just did not know how to play them because they don't play any of that music live Yeah, so he wound up um I think he played Wolf in Sheep's clothing for us, which is still awesome.
0: I mean, I feel like they probably would have played that song anyways. No lie. They probably no, would no, have played. No, no, it's that definitely something that set. was
1: on the set. <laughs> yeah. And they just dedicated it to us. It was cool. Yeah. He said our names cool. on the stage.
0: That that's that part's pretty cool. That is.
1: All right. So the next thing is um a little band called Simple Creatures.
0: This is actually something that I'm kind of excited. uh, Actually, I'm more like curious than excited because so who is it first off?
1: So it is a band created by Mark Hoppus from Blink-182 and Alex Gaskarth from All Time Low.
0: Which I think, I mean, this has actually gotten a lot of buzz. I'm sure that a lot of you guys probably have heard that this is coming out because we've heard interviews with them already about it. We've seen articles about it. We've heard the song, uh, Drug, that came out, the first single from the EP that they're going to release and everything. And I think it has a good amount of buzz, which, I mean, truthfully makes sense if you've got two singers from two generations of the biggest, I mean, I would say the biggest punk rock bands. Yeah. almost of their generation, you know. Even though All Time Low is not my favorite punk rock band, somehow they became the biggest punk rock band. I don't know, I don't know what happened and I'm not yeah. putting them down for it, but I'm saying like out of every band, they seem to stay alive. It was crazy. I'm not sure why. Yeah. I, mean, no I don't know what happened, good,
1: but it's not anything that's Well, it's just more not special. like
0: our crazy, like uh, our crazy opinion of music like, you know, we just don't think that they're the best, but there is millions of people that definitely think they're the best because they stayed on top for their whole career. It's, I mean, good mm-hmm. for them. That's awesome, you know?
1: But uh, this kind of came out of nowhere, and I don't even think they told anyone that Yeah, they until were, they were,
0: like, ready to put out music. Yeah, they basically
1: yeah. just dropped a single and was like, hey, guys, this is we're Simple Creatures. We're making a band, yeah. Um, and here's Drug, and here's yep. our new video for it, and... Yeah. So the song there? is good
0: though. The song's great.
1: Yeah, it is really I, good.
0: I like the song. It's it's good. It doesn't sound too I was happy that it didn't sound like straight like plus forty four, even though I love plus forty four. Mm-hmm. And it didn't sound too all time low. Um I was happy that it was like a good it just sounds like a modern punk rock song, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I like that they kind of took both of their ideas and just kinda of made new product with it, you know? Yeah. That's pretty sweet.
1: Um their new EP doesn't have a name yet. And it doesn't have a release date, but it's supposed to be at the end of March.
0: Yeah, we were listening to an interview with them on uh, actually a local radio station. Uh, If anyone listens from South Florida, it's 104.3 The Shark. Shark? Yeah, they had a short uh, interview with them talking about it. And yeah, they they both said it was probably going to be like mid to late March that the album comes out. So pretty cool. You know, looking forward to that one. I'm always looking forward to new music. That sounds interesting because, I mean, truthfully, and I'm sure everyone knows this, you know, there's not a lot of popular rock going on. So it's good to hear when, you know, there's interesting things going on in the background of of punk rock and rock music in general, because, you know, we've got to keep it alive. Definitely. Yes. Yes. So uh, there's a few more. What else we got? I, this is one I'm probably excited about. Periphery periphery um hopefully there are some fans that also listen to you know metalcore and and progressive metal i'm sure that there are because many of my friends who also listen and have similar ideas to mine do the same thing where they sprinkle in a little of you know progressive metal with their uh pop and punk rock so i definitely know that there's some listeners out there that are interested but um periphery 4 is on its way out. It doesn't have any kind of date yet, but um, it it seems to be it's going to be sometime this year, but um, in three days there's going to be some release. I'm guessing it's going to be a single or a single and a video, uh when you go on their website right now there's literally nothing except for a time clock that's that's rolling down and as we're recording this it's about 3 days away from the from the time clock running out so we'll see what happens when when that releases but uh I'm really excited. I I've always loved periphery and you know I'm looking forward to a new album from them. All the guys in that that's the one thing that I love about that band is like all of them are super awesome people and they're all so like humble to be where they are, and that's always like a good thing to see. I always like. I think those are the people that deserve to have the success that are just so grateful to be where they are in life. I think that's like super important for people to feel, you know. And all and their cult following definitely feel the same way. So, mm-hmm. I, I I do like that a lot. You know, <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. So we got a we got a couple more. I I. There's a couple small, a couple big ones. What's the next one? This one's a little smaller. It's a little obscure. If people know who she is, that's cool.
1: Uh, Vicky T. Yep. Yeah. She is the old guitarist from
0: And backup singer.
1: Cobra Starship.
0: Cobra Starship. So <laughs> if people knew that, then you're true Cobra Starship fans from the early 2000s. If you knew Vicky T right off the bat. But uh, if not, yes, she's the, she's the uh, musician, one of the musicians in, in Cobra Starship. And uh, she she does a lot of her own music, actually. I didn't know that until recently. Yeah, she does.
1: She doesn't really have much of a following, which I find strange. Because yeah.
0: Because
1: her stuff is very well produced. It is. Um, mainly because her dad is very big within the music industry. Well, I don't
0: want to just, like, throw Rich Daddy out at her, but I think that being already in the music industry definitely given her a lot of perks to be able to right. continue and do that Which stuff. Which
1: is weird to me that she doesn't have as many followers as I would yeah. think that she would. You
0: think on the piggyback of being in one of the biggest, like, neon punk bands in the early 2000s, she would have a great following, but, yeah, it's I don't know. Maybe there is, like, live or something, but... Yeah, we looked up like stats of hers to see like what her listening stats are and stuff, and she really doesn't have a lot of listening uh, stats on Spotify, so kind of weird. I don't yeah. know.
1: But uh, give her some love. Yeah, her definitely. New single is called Kryptonite, and she's pretty awesome. It's good.
0: It's like it, it's kind of like uh like techno sounding, yeah. like techno pop. It, it's pretty good. Not like she like new like age a, weird stuff. She gives but me
1: like a metric vibe.
0: Yeah, definitely gives metric but like vibes. More girly. Yeah, it's like more pop metric style. That's a perfect yeah. example. Yeah, is is metric but more pop. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, after that, what do we got?
1: <laughs> Vampire Weekend. Ugh. So, the only reason I put them on the list is because they must have gone crazy with the sponsoring um because I don't follow them on anything. And I I've I listened to I don't even know what the album's called. The one with the girl on the front.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Vampire Weekend. We apologize. I've never really been a fan. I I, like them. I know you like them, and they honestly have a crazy fan base. Like, their fan base fucking love them. They Mm -hmm. really do. I've just, I've never gotten into them, and I've tried multiple times. Like, I remember when their first singles came on the radio, like, 12 years ago or whenever that was, and I was like, yeah, no, it's not my thing, (laughs) and I never got into it. But, hey, I mean, they're still doing it now, so they're doing something right.
1: They uh came out with two singles. Uh one's called Harmony Hall and the other one is 2021. Harmony Hall, I listened to and it was good. Mm-hmm. Haven't listened to the other one yet. But I like it. Um but they s- definitely got a lot of sponsor or They sponsored they, ads they I out think there. they like
0: got they hired like a new management company or something, something. cuz they are out there, man. They're everywhere.
1: They um announced a tour. And the tour was everywhere. And so that's how I knew to check in on them. Um, but They, they bought that
0: Google AdSense, though.
1: If anyone likes Vampire Weekend, they will be in Miami at the James L. Knight Center.
0: Yeah. Have and you never heard of that place? No. It's a huge performing arts center in South Florida.
1: It's so odd to me that they're performing there, though. That's I like think they're one of those... Broward Center for the Arts.
0: Yeah, I feel like they're one of those bands, though, that would perform in a performing arts center.
1: I've never heard of a band doing that. Really?
0: There's a lot of bands that will perform in performing arts center. I wonder if it's cheaper. I can't see it being cheaper than a venue.
1: I can't either. I would think it would be more expensive. Yeah. Hold on. I um didn't write down the date that they'll be here.
0: Oh. I mean, does it matter? Ew. Yes. <laughs>
1: okay. Vampire Weekend will be here August 24th. That's the day. Okay. A couple
0: couple days after my birthday, so James we winter. won't be going there for my birthday. <laughs> and the last one which is I knew that this album came out, I didn't know what was in the album though. So the new album is from Weezer and it's their teal album, so it's another like, you know, in their whole big gamut of color albums, it's it's just a new color, teal. But the weird thing is is all of those albums have always been original albums, like none of them were covers or like you know like um best of albums or yeah anniversaries or anything like that. They were never that. They were always original songs, so this one's kind of different because this one's actually completely a cover album, yeah, a great cover album, but a a cover album, so it's kinda weird. We listened to the songs I mean anyone's gonna know the songs that were on there. their track list was every hit from the 80s 90s and like early 2000s yeah that you can think of they
1: started it with um their africa cover which yeah a- i mean
0: those. god everyone has seen and heard that song by now it's it's been on the radio like their mm-hmm. cover of africa has been on the radio multiple times i've heard it and i think that's kind of hilarious that it's like no i'm not hearing toto i'm hearing weezer play toto on the radio like that's really funny
1: cover take on me Billy Jean. Yeah. A bunch of
0: a, a bunch of I they they did scrubs, scrubs from TLC like there's some really good covers on there that's it's like funny to hear this like, you know, original, you know, alt rock band or would you say alt rock band, punk rock band? I don't I fucking don't know. know. What they, are. they they are their own genre. They are their own like historic piece of rock history. So I don't know what to call them. I usually call them alt rock, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But uh, great, great album, though. It's great, great cover album. Um, And that actually brings us in. That's a good segue into our like one of our topics that we wanted to talk about today, which is um, which is cover albums in general. Uh, It's something that, you know, we've actually seen throughout a ton of punk rock history. I mean,
1: a lot of the punk rock genre does it. Yeah.
0: Punk rock and rock history in general. But like, I mean some of the best albums that we've heard from punk rock and metal genres are
1: four years strong that's my favorite one
0: four years strong is an amazing one but that one's like strict 90s what i was thinking of is more of all of the um is it from hopeless records that makes all of uh, the, the punk yeah the punk Goes series god that was so many we should look it up and see what what uh i think it's hopeless records but the, everyone has heard. Th- if you listen to punk rock, you've heard every single it, you know, iteration of the punk goes series. I think they're like the last time they came out with one. It was like punk goes whatever volume like eight. It's been insane.
1: It is fearless records.
0: Fearless records. That's right. Sorry, they they both have a less on the end, so I can never remember if it's fearless or hopeless. But I mean, they've got punk goes pop like they what is like eight. I think, versions of that. Yeah. Then they've also seven. got...
1: Eight? Seven.
0: seven. <laughs> Great. Seven.
1: There's seven of them. So
0: let's just say seven little or little. eight or seven again. But there's also, you know, they've got Punk Goes 90s. They've got... Everyone in the early 2000s punk remembers crunk. Punk Goes Crunk. That one was hilarious and the epitome of probably our dumbass generation. Of punk
1: Goes 80s.
0: Of pop punk people. And... um. I mean, they've created so many so, and everyone loves them. Every that's why the series is still continuing. Everyone loves that series because it gives you kind of a different take on pop music and different genres, and you get to hear some of your favorite bands cover some of the biggest songs that kind of ever came out. You know, I, I as a good example, and you just said the Billie Jean cover from Weezer. I remember on one of the Punk Goes Pop albums of Breathe Carolina covering Billie Jean. And personally, I kind of thought it was great. Like, I thought that that cover was awesome. And also, one of the number one, and this is funny, this is the number one song for Volumes, the band Volumes, uh, you know, progressive metal, uh, whatever kind of metal genre you want to call them, metalcore, whatever. Every time I'm on a music subscription service, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, um, Google Play, any of it, the number one song from Volumes is always their cover of hold on, we're going home from Drake from that Punk Goes Pop album. Wow. So if that's any indication to how much people love that album, like 100% people love those albums, you know? So, um, but yeah, I've always been a fan. And the the thing that's weird is um, I remember a time when cover albums used to be like taboo. Like it used to be one of those things that it looked like you were like, falling off or like out of de- out of touch or something or, if like, you were didn't have enough yeah like you didn't have enough material to be able to like yo just make your own album like why are you making a a fucking pop album or a cover album like that makes no sense um but I think it's a little different than that now especially now a lot of people you know especially with uh those genres of easier punk music like E- easy core what people would call easy core and you know a lot of the happier sounding punk rock and everything a lot of those guys just love life and love having fun and like the first album that you said which is four years strong there that was in between multiple albums that they've come out with so that was literally just because they're like fuck it we love 90s music and we want to have fun let's make a 90s album like that was why they chose to do that and That's great. It is great. Like, that's one of my favorite ones. And just like we said earlier with Newfound Glory, they have three that they've done already of cover albums. And, I mean, they're still going strong. I think it's a weird thing to think like, oh, you know, they're making a pop uh, or a cover album. They're, they must be running out of material and they're just doing this to fill the gap or some bullshit like that, you know? I don't know. I, I, don't I think, think it's that. a different. I
1: think, yeah. I think people eat it up and it's almost like it's our childhood and it's our favorite band singing our favorite childhood songs
0: exactly yeah I, and also the other like the thing that i like too that i said before is like the other genres where you know even though we love punk rock and emo music and stuff like that like i am also a huge fan of a lot of of a lot lot of pop music i love a lot of pop music i love a lot of rap music i i grew up in one of the best eras of rap music the hilarious early 2000s of rap it was great and the music was so funny and awesome and like i i remember watching the first 50 cent video for in the club like when i was like a preteen and like that was the era that i was a preteen to teenager in so on top of loving all the punk rock and everything i also heard a lot of you know, in sync and a lot of fifty cent and G unit like that was just stuff everyone knows, like everyone knows early t pain songs, yeah, you know, so I like that punk rock uh bands a lot of them love other genres as well and like love making cover albums. I think it's great,
1: mm-hmm. I do too,
0: so yeah, I mean. You could give us your opinions. I, we'll definitely uh post something up on our Instagram and see uh what people say. Maybe we'll throw a vote up there and see what people have to say about it. Um that's something we should start doing more often is doing more voting. Polls. Yeah, some polls. Maybe get a better idea of kinda what you guys would rather see and stuff like that and you know, really get a get in tune with more of the one of more of the listener base and stuff like that. So um one hundred percent we need to we need to get on that more. So Um, besides that, you know, what else, what else we got going on?
1: Um, upcoming for February. We're going to Orlando to see Walk the Moon.
0: We are. Yeah. February, what? 11th. 11th 11th or 12th. Something like that. uh, Next Tuesday.
1: Yeah.
0: Next Tuesday. And, uh, yeah. So we'll be in Orlando checking out that show. Um, where did it say it was? It's one of the venues I like in Orlando. (laughs) I don't remember. I can't remember where it is, but, um. Honestly, one of my favorite venues that we've been to in Orlando so far is the one that we saw the dangerous summer at uh not on their not on their tour with uh the oh, early the November one. the other yeah the first one i, I don't, don't remember what that i was. don't remember what that place was either, but it was in a really cool downtown area of Orlando like that I had never been before but it was like in downtown Orlando in a really cool area with like bars and stuff to do and everything and it was just like oh, you walk in this door and there's a venue was also it the Beecham? Could have been the beach. who knows? I don't live in Orlando yet, but you know we'll see. <laughs> um, honestly, guys, um, South Florida is a weird place. So, if if bands would please come further south, or we're gonna have to move. That's yeah, that's really the two choices.
1: The only ones that come down here are the ones that live here. Yeah, New like New Found Glory. Glory's
0: last show is gonna be in the Re- at Revolution, but like, um, Dance Gavin Dance has a huge following in South Florida. And they always come to South Florida, but they're one of few. Like, oh, l- there's so many bands, I cannot tell you guys how many bands there are, that I'm like, hell yeah, they're going on tour. And then go, hell no, none of the tour dates are in South Florida. Sometimes not even in Florida. Yeah. We, are the, we are the redheaded stepchild of the United States. And they do not, like, a lot of bands don't come past Atlanta, Georgia. They just don't. I don't Some know what the deal like- is.
1: Jacksonville and I'm like yeah they go
0: to Tallahassee or Pensacola and I'm like guys nah
1: that's like a 10-hour drive
0: yeah like people don't understand if you stretched Florida the way that California is stretched it would almost be the same length like it's a huge fucking state and it takes forever to get out of here whenever we take road trips it's probably almost nine hours if you're going just straight up the coast, if you have to go to like the Gulf
1: Pensacola, Coast, if it's...
0: you have to go to, like Pensacola, you're driving ten to twelve hours to get over to that yeah. area. It is insane. So, fair warning: if anyone's taking road trips to South Florida, you will be driving a lot just Florida, in the state it's just of Florida.
1: One day is a day drive. Itself. Yeah,
0: it's crazy though. I like to break it up though cuz I like visiting Orlando. It's one of my favorite places in in Florida. Obviously, everyone outside of Florida always knows Orlando for Disney. Walt Disney World <laughs> and rightfully so, it's probably the reason that Florida is even a state still. But um <laughs> but we love it. We love going there for music. Like whenever whenever we take road trips to go see music, most of the time it's in Orlando because it's where most of the shows are, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So,
1: and we wind up in Disney World too.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, there's no reason not to go to Disney if you're going to be in if you're going to be in Orlando. Like, what's wrong with you? You know, so, you know, it's it's a good time though. It, South Florida is definitely a good time, and uh, they just need to have more stuff going on down here so that it continues to be a good time. I don't know. It's where you live. You I know? think
1: we should op- let's just open a venue down here. Just
0: open our own venue. Yeah. Say fuck it. Definitely. We would have to make sure that people actually come to it, though. I think that's the problem.
1: I just don't want to go to shows at O'Malley's anymore.
0: It's not even that. There's just not that many shows in general. Like, we have, like, four venues that will supply shows, but no one comes down here. Like, I don't yeah, get I don't, it.
1: I don't know what's going on. Someone
0: needs a new PR person or something. God.
1: Like, there were shows every other week when I was a kid. Like, I went to shows all all of the time. Yeah. And now it's very rare. To be
0: fair, though, when you were a teenag- when we were teenagers, there was a lot more venues down here. But a lot th- more venues.
1: A lot of them that I went to was Culture Room and Revolution. True.
0: I, I even remember like five years ago, there being ma- many, many shows that I went to at Culture Room and Revolution in one year. There was times that me and uh, and my friend, shout out to Joe, if you're listening uh we we went one year to like at least like 8 to 10 shows like at revolution or culture room in one year and that sounds like a little but when you live in south florida that's actually a lot <laughs> like yeah. there's some places if you live in like california or new york man you could be going to shows every weekend there is someone in town not here here it is is a little bit more few and far between so you kind of got to pick your uh, pick and choose your your uh, shows when you're down here to see what's up but uh it's fun though you know maybe maybe we'll uh change that that'd be amazing if we actually did open a venue god that would be incredible mm-hmm. that's a dream <laughs> that's just a dream but uh all right i think we're good i think we're uh we're ready to go I'm
1: gonna wrap it up yeah
0: we're gonna wrap it all up in a nice bow okay yeah Let's do it. All right. Thanks for uh, listening, guys. Uh, you know, we medium-sized show today. You know, it's not not too bad at all. Um, we're gonna try to. I want to increase the uh, the amount of uh, shows we do per week. So we're gonna we're gonna work on that. We're gonna see what's going on. But uh, the biggest thing is you gotta share share the show. Share the show to anyone that you can because. That's how we can keep doing it is if you keep sharing it and talking about it, you know, the more people we have, the more we can do this. So that's that's the biggest thing is always, always be talking about it and sharing it on on Instagram, Facebook, wherever Um, you'll definitely see more posts from us about the show and everything. And, you know, we'll uh, I guess we'll see you next time. All right. Yeah. Later.
1: Bye i you're